Welcome to the Guidance of Grace podcast. My name is Grace, a personal trainer and nutrition coach in student well-being here at Columbus State Community College. I'm here to bring you the facts about current health and wellness trends and clear up any and all misunderstandings about various health and wellness topics. Along with expert guests, my goal is to help you discover what wellness means to you and help you make informed decisions during your health and wellness journey. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of Guidance with Grace. My name is Grace, and today we're going to be talking about stress resiliency and maybe even how to find a happiness cure. Uh, with me today, I have Jason Apt. Hello. Hey. Good to be here. <laughs> As always, right? Um, so I think managing stress is a really hot topic, especially these days with, you know, the pandemic and how our society has changed as a result of that. And it's really important to find a way to manage your stress and ultimately find happiness, right? Like, I think that's why a lot of people are quitting their jobs. You know, they don't feel like they're happy. And it's, it's very prevalent, you know, with inflation and all the changes that we've been experiencing in not just America, but this whole world, a lot of people are asking, like, what's the cure for my happiness? Yeah. How do I manage my stress? How a lot am of people I people had to ask themselves, is the juice worth the squeeze? Yeah. And a lot of people are coming up now. Right. You know, which in itself is its own new stress. All stress isn't bad stress. But all right. stress is stress. Right. And so I think understanding, and I first want to start by defining physical and mental stress is kind of like the two major areas. Uh, of course, a lot of us realize what mental stress is. And, you know, of course, the work and, you know, work stress, you know, you've got financial stressors. If you're school, like if you're a student rather, and you're in school, you've got those stressors. Um, but the physical part of it is definitely something to be said. Of course, we, um, you know, you have sickness, which can cause a stress type of response in your body when it comes to like your hormones and what's happening and inflation and inflation, <laughs> inflammation. Um, but the fact that exercise is a stress on your body, uh, your body, your muscles specifically, if you look at just your muscles, they break down, they tear. That's what causes gains in strength and endurance and stuff to you know, see that progress and fitness, um, and your body undergoes stress to do so. Um, so I think it's, it's really important to kind of decipher between the two and then also talk about how they connect. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are pushing yourself really hard during a workout to manage your stress of, you know, you've got midterms coming up, for example, if you also feel like you're getting sick at the same time, it may not be the best idea to push yourself really hard during a workout to manage your stress. I was talking with somebody the other day and they were talking about how like the exercise flu. And I think what she was really getting at without fully understanding the concept is like, is if you already have sickness in your body and your body's in the beginning stages of trying to fight it off and you then go and participate in something high intensity because she was talking about going to yeah. Orange Theory. Um, by doing that, 
in that order. Like if you're already kind of getting sick and then you push yourself and do a workout, even if it's not high intensity, then she like got the flu and got really sick afterward. And I don't think people realize that like, it is a physical stress. Yeah. It taxes your immune system. Right. You know, um, that's why, you know, people going through, you know, chemos and an intense illness, like they're not out working out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because it is a, it's a stressor on the body. It makes you tired. It, it, it depresses your immune system. It, it's got a bunch of different kind of cascading elements that right. go along with it. It's the, you know, we talk about it all the time, like, like stress exercise is a stressor, right? The muscles need to be stressed and tested so you can transition into the adaptation of that. You know, now they're proving exercise has so many fantastic elements to it as far as like how the body responds you know everything from in increased autophagy like you hear people talk about fasting all the time like oh i want to fast because it it causes my body to transition to a certain level of autophagy well they're also finding that exercise actually already does that on its own um you know hormonal response uh blood flow to the brain even uh neuroregeneration like there's all these things that you know so all stress is not created equal Mm mm-hmm so, and again, this is probably getting deeper than even like our true understanding of like, how does the body know? I don't know, just us. Mm-hmm. It's well above my level of, of understanding. And I'm sure it has to do with the hormonal response of like getting hit by a car, you know, at low speeds. Right. <laughs> it hurts. Mm-hmm. Right. It damages the body, damages tissue. You know, like your body doesn't release a bunch of fun hormones. That's like, oh, hey, you just worked out super hard in- instantaneously, <laughs> you know, but exercise somehow gets our bodies to stand up, you know, to adapt, to change, to adapt mm-hmm. to what it's doing. Um do we need to go? I mean, we, we definitely need to hit on it. Yeah. Like as far okay. as like the difference of stress and that exercise, like how do we be resilient against stress by, well, Hey, let's stress our system out even more. Mm-hmm. And you know, like what you said, like if you're just super stressed and you haven't been working out and then you jump in and you try to go to orange theory and just crush yourself, like, yeah, it's probably not the best idea. You should start slow. You know, now if you're a, a person who has been at least moderate activity, you know, getting out, walking, you know, that's probably where you want to start. Um, right. To just allow your body the best path to adaptation and recovery. Mm-hmm. And it definitely depends on what you've been doing already. Absolutely. If you do OTF workouts five days a week, you're probably pretty accustomed to that. Not, and now not yeah. giving permission to do that if you feel like you're getting sick. Um, so What's yeah. OTF? Orange Theory Fitness. Oh, yeah. oh I was saying I went up on that yeah. little moniker. <laughs> I have some friends who work over there. So, oh, okay. Yeah. How would you say you recognize stress? How does it manifest in your body? Because everybody's very Tension. different. Definitely. Um I've had some injuries throughout through my, you know, shoulder, neck area. And when I get stressed, it's like I can just feel it's like it's looking for the 
the the remaining trauma that's still in there and like clings mm. to those areas um you know like just like you said everybody's different but that's kind of where i feel it like i feel it on my shoulders i feel it in uh, up through my neck like areas you're already kind of like susceptible yeah a little bit yeah sure. yeah i think for me i i notice it and gosh now that you say that i'm like maybe this is why so i have exercise induced asthma what they call like bronchospasm i'm more susceptible to having breathing troubles if my environment is pushing me so like allergies or something mm-hmm. like, can kind of flare that up and when i'm stressed i feel like i don't breathe as well like I have shallower breaths right um because you're kind of like what people say like the weight off of your shoulders for me it's like my chest (laughs) I feel like there's something sitting on my chest um and at times I've had panic attacks and whatnot years ago and figuring out how to manage and control that has definitely been a journey and it's ever-changing especially as life changes um so so what are your first plans of action when you feel stressed what do you what's your go-to approach at least initially initially it varies um if if i feel like it's more of a mental or emotional stressor um i I, i'm a big proponent of of breathing and mindset Mm -hmm. you know there's um there's very few things you know, outside of like, you know, tragic or traumatic events that I, I don't feel that like I can at least dial myself back in to face the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. That I can't get there with, with breathing and just like trying to organize my mindset, mm-hmm. you know, because like everybody, like you get, you get spun out a little bit, right? You're not breathing right. You're not thinking right, mm-hmm. you know, in relation to stress, you know, everybody goes through it, you know, something makes you mad at, at your job something's not going right and you're just like yeah, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And get around your friends and you're both just like da, 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 da. <laughs> this place these people you right. know and then afterwards you know you go home and a workout always helps mm-hmm. you know and it doesn't have to be that stressful a walk i was gonna say literally a just a walk yeah. yeah i'm not a big runner anymore mm-hmm. but i've noticed that not the first five minutes because I'm still like chirping in my head for the first five to ten minutes of a run but then just the breathing the work the thinking through a few things like like slow steady cardio and trying to work on your mindset while you're doing it is to me the most effective way to manage stress mm-hmm. well and you had mentioned before how like the environmental factor can really affect oh, yeah. mindset. What were, what were you? Um, I, yeah, we were talking about a, a study and, and I, it's, it's been a while since I've heard it. So I'm kind of just digging deep, <laughs> but the core, the core of it was that this group took people who had been experiencing, um, I think it was a lot of financial and work life stress. And they took one group and they, so they did blood markers and then they, they, it's kind of messed up really when you think about it, but they took one group <laughs> and they played like really sad and depressing music. And then they talked to them about how, how much damage stress can actually do to your body. 
mm-hmm. and then they took their blood markers, and then they took the other half, and they they played. Uh, it's like the Lion King music, and like <laughs> like Disney Disney yes. music, and like just very happy go lucky stuff. And then they talked to them about like mindset and like perspective and and how much it can do for stress. And then they took their blood markers, and there was like a, a thirty percent difference across the board in like biomarkers like that are stress related and out and you know the whole idea of it is that your mindset is everything when you're dealing with stress Mm -hmm. you know and that's what makes that's what makes people in my opinion like very successful or defeatists you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they see a very stressful situation and they're you know it can be anything it can be like challenging or it can be like Somebody like literally threw you under the bus, you know, like mm-hmm. two different ways to look at that. But your mindset will, uh, it's not going to solve all your problems, but it will help the way your body deals with those problems, which is, you know, what we're getting at today. Like, how do we make ourselves more resilient to stress? How, how do we help ourselves deal with this? And, and mindset, I think, should be your first step. Take yeah. a breath. Clear your mind. Life will go on. And mm-hmm. to tell yourself, life's hard. It's it's fine. Right. It is. Giving life's yourself hard. a little bit of grace is yeah. really important. And I think finding a way to make more time for yourself, whether it'll look different, you know, like whether or not you in the moment pause and just breathe. Um, I very vividly remember a time where I was so upset about something that I had to excuse myself from the room. And when I did, I, <laughs> I went into a bathroom stall. I was in a public place. So I mm-hmm. went to a bathroom stall and I got on my watch. I was so upset to the point where like I started to getting like my muscles started getting really tight and I felt like I was going to have like a muscle spasm in my back. And I t- looked on my watch and I found the breathing app that I have on my smartwatch and I went through it and then I kept going through it for just even a few minutes. And after a few minutes of going through, cause I think it's only like a minute long, I felt incredibly better. Mm-hmm. And I was at the point of, it felt like at the point of no return, I am so upset about this and this it felt like it was going to just completely take over me is the only way I can describe it. And taking time for yourself, even regularly outside of in the moment, like how you handle things in the moment is very, very important, especially if you're in public or in a professional setting and you're very upset about something, being able to cope with that initially is important, but then not letting it get to you and figuring out how to kind of just do a little bit of self care, kind of like, you know, tending to the fire type of thing. Like the fire is only going to stay lit if you keep putting kindling in it and you know, whatnot. So it's the same thing with your emotional health Mm -hmm. um, and overall stress. Like what do you do when you just have some free time? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think everybody knows that, one or or two or three people, you know, that are always frantic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and 
do they have more problems in their life than other people? Maybe. Or do they have a management problem? You know, some people like to vent. Right. That's how they get rid of their stress. Right. But some people are also just frantic. And (laughs) a lot of their problems, you know, I don't want to judge because problems are problems. And, you know, stress is stress. But sometimes you just want to be like, hey. Just breathe. Just yeah. Breathe. Take a couple of breaths. Let's think about this. Let's talk about this. Like it's mm-hmm. really, it's manageable, mm-hmm. you know, cause I don't want to, I don't want to like downplay their situation. Cause everybody, you know, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. like we said earlier, life is hard, but sometimes when we reframe things, like it's, it's not the end of the world. Right. We, you can manage this. You can work through it. Is it, is it ideal? No, but it's life. And then you have people like you who are just, so chill, at least on the outside. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of chaos swirling around here on the inside occasionally, but yeah, it, I don't know. I've been through a lot, I guess, mm-hmm. and it, it puts things in perspective. The sun has got to come up tomorrow. You know, I can only do so much. Do what you can, you know, love your family, love your friends, take a breath and mm-hmm. hope for the best. You right. know, because there's very few things and you know, I'm not trying to get like, like Eastern spiritual religion, but I think some of the things that I took from them is, is like all the stress and anxiety and fear is looking at the future or the past, mm-hmm. you know, there's only so much you can control. And if you can't control it, just stop freaking out about it. Right. Because it's going to happen or it's not. And there's nothing you can do about it. So set yourself up for the highest rate of success by doing things like, hey, if you know you're, you're stressed out, maybe you should try to get a little better sleep. Maybe you should try to eat a little better. Maybe you should go for a walk, get some sunlight in those eyes, mm-hmm. you know, get some sunlight on your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, have call your mom, call your dad. Have them give you a pep talk or whoever gives you a pep talk, mm-hmm. you know, All or even just like restructuring your day, like making time to, um, we, Mandy and I, um, recently, um, I can't remember the episode number where one of the dimensions of wellness, we were talking about spiritual wellness and you kind of mentioned that like finding your meaning in life, what's your purpose and mm-hmm. Sometimes kind of diving into the spiritual realm of wellness can help with that. Like absolutely taking time to whether or not it's a religious thing or just practicing like mindfulness, uh, starting your day off on the right note can make all the difference sometimes like adding that to your morning routine, giving yourself two minutes to, you know, just kind of like spend time without influences externally like social media or the news like i mean i'm very guilty of just like flipping on the news in the morning nbc4 is like you know just my routine you know that's Mm -hmm. what i do and trying to kind of restructure my morning can certainly make a difference for me so um, trying out a new approach to your day can really help um or like you said kind of like intentionally going out for a walk getting some sunshine even if it's freezing cold outside it can actually make a big difference especially for us ohioans yes absolutely (laughs) yeah sunshine makes uh, you know sunlight plays so many roles 
in, in everything we do. Like, I'm not going to go through the list because that's the point. I was going to say, I can see your right. <laughs> The point I'm trying turning. to make, get outside, mm-hmm. get some fresh air. You know, because uh, especially in the winter, so many of us are like, seasonal affective disorder. It's dark. Yeah, Yeah. it's dark. Like, you don't want to do anything. You go to sleep, get up, you run out to your car, start it, run back inside, let it warm, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Get to your job. I mean, we work in a a basement part time, (laughs) right? So sometimes we don't see the light of day. Yeah, and it's, it's easy to let your perspective get away from you and that's why I, I think when that's why I started with breathing taking some breaths reframe your mindset you know, because uh, how many times have you had, had a great start to your day mm-hmm. you, you got up early you know you worked out or something mm-hmm. you, you got that sunlight and get to work and somebody's just irritating the living life out of you and mm-hmm. it changes quickly it so sure being able does. to just redial that back in that it's it's like it's like exercise. It's like training. You gotta practice. You gotta mm-hmm. practice this stuff because no one's perfect, and no one always like you. Just you said you're like oh you're you know you're chill. I'm telling mm-hmm. not right. right? <laughs> uh, or some people like the people who look great when they're working out and it doesn't look like it's hard enough, but inside they're shaking and they're like oh my gosh this is so hard. It's the same thing with stress, right? Like mm-hmm. some people do not show stress. Sometimes the happiest seeming people and just like the chillest seeming people on the outside, it looks fine, but on the inside might not necessarily be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one thing I think finding community is a really important thing too, is like, or just like talking and interacting with people, especially with the pandemic and being so isolated um, for so long. I think we've lost sight of the importance of interpersonal connections. So whether or not you see a counselor regularly or just try to start reacclimating yourself to life as it is now and just even like my coworkers, it was just really nice to have a sense of like, you know, a team again and just interacting with people in person made a huge difference than a floating head on a screen. Absolutely. So interaction with people in general, whether you're meeting new people or reconnecting with old friends can actually do a lot for your overall mental state and just being a little bit less stressed. Absolutely. People need people Mm -hmm. and people need hobbies. Yes. People need to do things other than, the daily requirements mm-hmm. get up you know get your kids ready get them breakfast go to work do the work boxes you got to check drive home check the grocery list check the dinner box check the bedtime box. find somewhere like, to study and all of that yeah, <laughs> like, right? we have a lot of these tasks that we're tasked with mm-hmm. you know and i think a lot of people at the beginning of covid saw the importance of like uh, we probably don't need to do all of these things. I need to make more time for myself. And then we got away from that. And so figuring out, I actually had a friend say like, I want to get back to the beginning of COVID me where I was making more time for myself. Mm-hmm. And it's tough as the world starts to shift back to the busy state. How do we foster those things that we 
had, yeah. you know, and, and figuring out how to reel it in a little bit. Like, yes, if you have kids, you've got to take care of kids. Yes. You have to put a roof over your head and food on your plate or theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, there's definitely some things that you have to do, but even prioritizing those things and then putting a pause on some of those things will be important. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's, it is very easy to get caught up in, what we have to do mm-hmm. and that's stressful <laughs> yeah. you know and and those little positive things that we do for ourselves is the number one way that we combat that stress that's coming at us all the time mm. that you know we we need the hobbies we we need the mindset we we need people to talk to about those things you know and that's that you know it just falls into Let's let's check the boxes that we need for ourselves too. Because mm-hmm. how are you going to do all of those things really well if you're struggling and hanging off of a cliff internally? You're not. Exactly. You're not going to be the best mom. You're not going to be the best friend, daughter, sister, what have you, if you aren't taking care of yourself. And I've I know we've mentioned this on previous episodes, but reiterating that. I can't do it enough. And as much as I'm not a perfect person, I certainly have things that I rely on to help me be able to manage my stress. I'm not going to say I'm stress free, but managing it, like I said, in the moment and then kind of just like putting kindling into the fire type of thing. I regularly see a counselor. That's what works for me. Once a month I see her and the more I see her, the more she feels like a friend, but she's, a disconnected friend (laughs) like and it it's you know it's it's really great to kind of just have that outlet so if you are somebody who is more of like a verbal thing and that's how you manage your stress I highly recommend it and for the students listening at least we have a uh, platform called you will and we've mentioned this before um in a recent episode again with Mandy our uh assistant director here in student well-being that you will is a free service that you can take advantage of. I think there's eight sessions total you can do. They're all virtual. Um, and then, you know, hopefully in the future we'll have something, um, in person to be able to offer, but even just if it is virtually talking to somebody, um, and even maybe leaving that session with your counselor with a little bit of a to-do list, some tasks that you can kind of focus on and, um, help you, change your perspective um, is definitely something that I would recommend because I personally am a I'm biased when I say that because it works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, finding what works for you and maybe that's on down the road. So finding out what you'd want to do now um, and taking advantage of that. We also have swell coaching, uh, little plugs here and there with all the things that we have to be able to help you successfully um, achieve wellness right now. And coaching can certainly help you with that if you're not really at the mental health counseling stage. Uh, we've got a lot of coaches, myself and Jason are one or two of them um, that can kind of help you work through some of those things like stress management and maybe you're stressed because you don't know how to manage your time or you're stressed because you don't know where to start with your workout or diet plan. Those are things that we can certainly help you with. Um, and then we can always encourage you to go to you will if there's more deeper things to kind of work through. But, but yeah, um, we're here for you in student wellbeing. Um, 
especially especially Jason, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Jason, thanks for, for chatting with me. Anytime.